Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. So happy to have you here, my friend. So yeah, we're in New York City today, and you're probably wondering why, or you may have heard why already, but the Carnival Corporation has launched their 10th cruise brand, and it's called Fathom. It's all about social impact. So to kick things off, we'll get a sound clip from the press conference held earlier today where Carnival Corporation CEO Arnold Donald gave a couple of thoughts. It's a privilege uh, to be with you here today, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for making the time in your busy schedules to join us. Now, we at the Carnival Corporation have so much to be proud of and to be grateful for. And I know I personally feel very grateful and I feel humbled every day. I'm humbled by what Tad Addison began and and Mickey Addison continued to build in the form of the Carnival Corporation and PLC, the world's largest leisure and travel company. We are enjoying success at the Carnival Corporation, but I am reminded that Henry Ford, a great philanthropist in his own right, defined success well when he said, To do more for the world than the world does for you, that is success. And that brings us to this stage here today and to the reason we have asked you to join us, to share with you some very exciting news about a new business through which we believe we can, in a small way, help do more for the world that we live in. We're here with Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy, and uh, yeah, he was right. This is impacting travel all around. I think it's a, it's a great idea. It's going to make a lot of difference in a lot of people's lives, the people that you're going to experience with, the people that you're sailing with. And I think a lot, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of people that do this kind of travel or would like to do this kind of travel, Doug, but there wasn't a place for them to go, meaning they didn't want to have to stay in a tent. So essentially, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go, wow, this is great. And to me, the biggest part of this, Doug, besides helping people, is that there's a lot of people that have never cruised, that would never have cruised, and now we'll give it a try because they're taking advantage of this kind of an experience. How does the price point look to you? Well, it, I mean, remember, this is a five-and-a-half-star ship. This is the same type of ship that is being used by Oceana and Azamara. Uh, it was the Royal Princess II. It is the newest of the R-Class ships from the former Renaissance cruises. It's a very nice ship. It's a deluxe ship, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's only 700 people. So, and you have all these different programs that people will be able to partake in. So it's, it's not a cheap endeavor, but I think it's going to be a very rewarding one. Well, let's talk about the ship for a second. Is, is it the Adonia that P&O has? It, it is the P&O, and, and prior to that, it was the Royal Princess okay. II. And then, you know, before that, Minerva II, and before that, it was Renaissance Cruises R8 originally, which debuted in 2001. Renaissance Cruises went out of business shortly after 9-11, mm-hmm. and so that ship was laid up for a couple of years. So this ship, uh, and again, has been sailing as Pacific, you know, had been um, Royal Princess and been sailing around uh, the world. 
So we have a couple more minutes left, Stuart. So uh, any predictions for Fathom? Well, as you know, Doug, there's a lot of people that were predicting what this was about. Was this going to be a reaction to uh, Royal Caribbean you know, doing sky sea cruises in China. So this, so there was, there's been rumor for weeks about a 10th brand. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a brand specifically for the Chinese market. And I don't think anybody saw this coming. And I think it's pretty exciting. There, I mean, look, the beauty of the cruise industry, Doug, is there is something for everyone. And I think this, this just opens up a whole new category of attracting passengers to the cruise industry. What would you say to the naysayers? Because the critics have already started saying that they give it six months and it's going to fall flat. Well, I mean, these are the same people that said, uh, you know, we'd never build buildings as high as we do. We wouldn't have cars, wheels. What do we need wheels for? Um, I mean, you know what? If, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But they've obviously they've done they've done their homework. They're going to have a very strong amount of support. And I mean, how can something like this go wrong? I mean, it, it benefits people. I mean, whether it it is a for profit or not, it, it's really irrelevant. The bottom line is, there's people that want to that want to donate their time, haven't had an opportunity to do so until this point. Stuart, you're on the cruise guy. Thank you, man. My pleasure. We're here with Ben Souza from CruiseFever.net. Ben, what'd you think of the announcement, man? Oh, I absolutely loved it. You know, people are always telling me looking for something new in cruising, and now we have it. And I and I really love how it's a chance people can go back and, as they said, you can change the world and travel the world. Can you ask for anything better than that? What are your thoughts on, because uh, a cruise normally, a seven-night cruise usually hits three or four Caribbean ports. What are your thoughts of staying in just one place? I actually kind of like it because a lot of times you don't get to spend really as much time in a port because you have to be back on the ship by 4, 30, 4 o'clock. And this gives you really opportunity to really get to learn the culture and really get to learn a lot more about, you know, Dominican than you would on a normal cruise. Ben, it was good seeing you, man. All right, you too, Doug. This is Cruise Radio. When is your next cruise? Where are you going? And what are you going to do once you get there? Market-leading specialist CruisingExcursions.com offers savings up to 60% offshore excursions versus cruise line prices. Whether it's private, shared, scenic, historic, or family tours, CruisingExcursions.com has up to 12,000 excursions in over 700 ports worldwide, like Rome, Vatican City, St. Petersburg, in which we include the visas, Sydney, and Jamaica, just to name a few. You can even bundle your excursions for more savings. Make your next vacation affordable and unforgettable by visiting CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. 
Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio, maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. We're here with Arnold Donald, president and CEO of Carnival Corporation. How are you doing, my friend? How are you doing? Good to be with you. Just a couple of questions for you. I know you're very busy. Uh, how did this brand, Fathom, come about? Well, you know, it started from just a general idea of we have 80 million-plus passenger cruise days a year. What could we possibly do? to take advantage of that, all that human spirit, all that human connection, and do even more good with it. And so it was a, uh, uh, just a wide-open question. And then connected with Tara Russell, who's the president of Fathom and global uh, impact lead for the corporation, and she, she just signed last night. And uh, so, it's now, so now she's an employee. And uh, in any event, connected with her and say, hey, why don't you put together a Skunk Works team that she was a consultant, you know, hired as a consultant to do it. And they spent a couple of years working on it. We hired McKinsey to work with them to do research and whatnot. And they, you know, really studied it extensively. And they came up with what I think is a very powerful model to have real impact and at the same time give the traveler an experience that's unique and transformative for the traveler. And, and when that traveler goes to Puerto Plata in, in the northern part of the Dominican Republic, they're going to work alongside, you know, Dominicans. So this isn't somebody going in to tell other people how to do things. They're working alongside people who have a demonstrated track record of having impact on the DR. Very good. And why choose the DR out of so many places out there? Uh, the team studied a number of places. In the end, it was a combination of factors. One was the right partners on the ground, because you can't do this without that. That's number one. Number two, you know, proximity. Uh, we have um, ships that are going to the DR. In fact, we have a new destination in our main cruise areas, um, uh, Amber Cove. So we have a number of our ships going to Amber Cove, so we have infrastructure there to support it. Uh, and then number three, it, it's a beautiful place to go. And uh, the proximity, as I mentioned before, to Miami makes it itinerary planning um, very plausible. Starting with one ship, uh, any hints of maybe future ships running the same itinerary or to different ports? You know, probably not the same itinerary. Um, and in time, if we're successful, this ship wouldn't run that itinerary either because hopefully we're successful and we get the, the, uh, to the point where they don't need us. Uh, and having said that, though, yeah, we'll look at it and see. We're just starting. Um, we are optimistic. We absolutely think the model is replicable and, and it could be done in other places, but we'll evaluate over time. Thanks for being on the show, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate it. So we're here with Tara Russell. She's the president of Fathom. How are you doing, Tara? I'm doing great. It's really nice to meet you. I guess I should say welcome to the cruise industry. Yeah, well, it's an honor to be a part of the world's largest travel and leisure company, right? And yeah. to be a part of a new industry. No doubt, no doubt. So you're known as a serial entrepreneur. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I love to build things. And so my background is in engineering, and I've sort of had a pretty interesting and diverse career, right? So I, I kind of 
have lived in lots of spaces. But the last 15 years have had the opportunity to build a lot of different social enterprises. And that's really what sort of fuels me, right? So I love to pair real market demand with social needs and communities and build lasting, sustainable business models. So The ship you're using, they're redeploying it from P&O Cruises. Is the ship going to remain uh, pretty much the same as far as like still have the restaurants, the spa areas, the pools and all that? Yeah, it's a great question. So we're repurposing the Adonia, right, which is a small ship, has a passenger capacity of about 700 passengers. The ship will look and feel totally different. So we're actually sort of overhauling the look and feel of the space, but we're not actually changing any of the architecture, so to speak, if that makes sense. So there is not a casino on board. Um, There are restaurants and and sort of dining options, but even the food, everything is going to be sort of delivered differently, right? So we've got a team actually on board the ship right now, somewhere in Europe, um, that's working on all the final design modifications. And then when the ship goes into dry dock next year, it will, you know, do all the routine maintenance and tech and deck stuff, but it will also get this kind of soft wallpaper change. Very good. Tara, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I appreciate the chance to talk. Thanks. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Here we are with James Schillinglaw, and I'm gonna, I've already forgotten your title, so what's your title again? I'm Editor-in-Chief of Travel Alliance Media. Yes, that. How are you doing, my friend? Very good. How are you? Good. So uh, what did you think about the big Fathom announcement today? Well, I think it's a very original and creative approach to a new market, which is uh, volunteer tourism in many ways. Although, obviously, as uh, Arnold Donald said, they're not shy about making a profit. And that could make it much more sustainable for the future. You see a lot of these programs happening at a lot of resorts, land-based. In your years of covering travel, have you ever seen anything like this at sea? Nothing really from a major line, per se. There might have been a, a few stray, you know, shore excursions that might have done that, but can't even recall one, to be honest with you. But I think this, you know, to devote an entire ship to this uh, is actually very unique and very different. How does the price point look to you? I think the price point is actually quite attractive. I, my impression is that some of the uh, mission-based cruises that go out and try to do good might actually be more expensive than what they're offering here. And uh, so I think that'll be good for the sustainability of this new product. James Schillinglaw, great to see you, my friend. Great to see you, man. Joining us now is Nancy Schredder with the Family Travel Network. Hey, Nancy. Hey, great to be here. So this announcement today, wow, what did you think of it? I am so excited. This is something I've wanted to see for many years. As you know, we started Together for Good um, a number of years ago and had uh, two of these giving back types of cruises back in 2010. There's so much demand for something like this. And I'm I'm just so excited that somebody, somebody as major as Carnival Corporation has taken this charge and decided to really make a difference and allow people to travel in an impactful way. I think that's really, really important. You know, John F. Kennedy said that one person can make a difference and every person should try. This new cruise opportunity is going to give people an easy opportunity to make a difference. And I think we all should try. 
you were talking about your organization together for good, and I was lucky to be a part of it in 2011 when we went to Roatan and did some work with some charities there. Really cool. But everybody might not be on board with uh, taking a vacation to work and help people. Uh, do people really want to help when they go on vacation? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, people really do want to give back and help. And I'm not saying that everyone wants to do this, but I know that when we published an article giving a specific itinerary about how people could give back in different ports of call within the first six months of that being published just that we knew of 250 people actually had gone ahead and just with one little article had done that. We also know that the trends are really strong in favor of this. Millennials really feel that it's important to make a difference and to give back and they really want to travel. And so they want to combine those two passions, traveling and giving back in an impactful way. In the same way, families want to do this. You know, parents constantly talk about how important it is to help others. And you can talk but you've got to walk the walk too. And this is a great opportunity for families to do that. In the same way, baby boomers are looking at wanting to give back in their lives. And so this is very important to them. So giving back and and helping out on, on vacations is a huge trend right now. And Carnival is tapping into that important trend. It seems to me that this would also be good because a lot of my friends do mission trips to Guatemala, Dominican Republic, and uh, different places around the world or even help out in orphanages in Africa. But it seems that this would be a great opportunity for people who are doing church groups or different organizations that go to kind of just be in one place and do something together. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It makes it easy for them because a lot of the issues that come up are logistical issues. And so, you know, this way, churches, school organizations, um, community organizations can all get together and say, hey, let's do this cruise together and make a difference in the particular port of call, such as Porta Plata. You've been doing this for years, Nancy. So what kind of hurdles does the everyday person trying to give back or help out in a port experience, say, from a cruise ship? So a lot of the, their hurdles are logistical issues. There are issues around transportation. There are issues about just finding major ways that you can really give back in an impactful manner. And it's something that the community wants, not just something that you want to do. Logistical issues about getting in touch with those organizations once you find them and finding what they want. At the same at the same time, you have to look at it from the community standpoint too. I mean, there, there are a lot of um, you know issues involved with having people coming and helping out in a community or in, a, in an organization. What they want to know is that they can count on people coming over and over again. They don't want this to be just a one-off thing. So by what Carnival is doing, they're going to be bringing people there every week and they're going to be building on each other's work and they're working with in close in contact with local community organizations who really understand what the communities want and need and that's the type of thing that they're going to do that part is so important before i donate or give to an organization i always want to know how much of my money is actually going to help the cause and how much is being tied up in administrative stuff and it's cool because you're there and you're making a difference 
right? Yes. And, and what actually happens is, and I've seen this time and time again in the work that we've done, is people go and they work closely, one-on-one, hand-in-hand with these communities, and they make connections. And people want authentic connections with the places that they go to. They want to dive deep into a destination and really make a difference. And so when you go to that place and you work hand-in-hand with these people, you can see where your time is going, where your money is going, and you want to continue to help. So when you sail away, when you leave, you're going to want to know what's happening there. How can I help? How can I keep this going? And so it's this kind of impactful difference that Carnival is going to be able to make happen. It's so important. It will make a difference in the world. Nancy Schreder with the Family Travel Network. By the way, Nancy, congratulations on 20 years this year. Thank you so much. It's great seeing you. Thank you. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for making us a part of it, and I thank you so much for being here. Big announcement today, and uh, if you want to find out more about it, head to cruiseradio.net slash fathom. You can find out all the content we put out there. Big thank you to Nancy Schreder, Stuart here on The Cruise Guy, and Carnival Corporation for making all of this possible. From New York City, I'm Doug Parker. Thanks for being here, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.